Welcome to For the Record, our bi-weekly show in which we take one recently released album and take a deep dive into it. You can listen to us every other Thursday at 9.30am on BFF.fm or subscribe to the podcast at ForTheRecordPodcast.com. This week we're talking about Diet Sig's debut LP, Swear I'm Good at This, which starts out with a song called Sixteen. this track as the beginning of an album because of the sort of bait and switch where we heard that we heard the sort of tail end of actually fairly extended intro where it's just kind of very high pitched almost saccharine singing with just guitar strumming is very slow and then we hear that little pivot from this kind of tale of being a, a teenager and getting slut shamed and then this little playful ready and then that completely switches the sound into a more rock sound and I, I think it's a nice reintroduction to the band. This isn't their first recorded music, but it's their first LP. I guess they had an EP out, what, a couple, year or two ago? Yeah, I think it was two years ago now. And in fact, we saw them last year at South by Southwest, and they were the first band that we saw. And we were so excited by how energized they were. There were just, there's just two of them. There's Alex Luciano, who's the singer and guitarist, and then the drummer Noah Bowman, and it's just the two of them on stage, but she has so much energy and she's jumping around and she's just, she's like five feet tall and very tiny and also very young. I think she's 21 and she just is a, she, she brings so much excitement and positivity to the performance that that was what I think gained them a lot of fans, even though they had only had this one EP. And now this is technically an LP, but it's 30 minutes long, so it's still pretty short. But um, people had been waiting for this for a long time, and I think it it really reflects well kind of what they're about and their attitude. Yeah, well, this this song, as again, I said, it's such a great introduction because it's all about her being a kid, and, and it seems sort of strange. But, yeah, she's so close to being 16. It's only a few years ago. And that to be at that kind of spot of that transition from childhood to adulthood and being kind of clear-eyed about it and so very much this and this is a declaration of independence is the beginning of like hey being in this bad relationship oh wait all of my friends are actually your friends and maybe i actually don't like you and maybe i don't like them and maybe i'm fine saying goodbye to all that and it's and it's a good start for a record that i take as being kind of a coming of age story where it starts out she's 16 and by the end you know she's going through all these kind of crappy experiences and then she's by the end she's kind of trying to find her voice in a 
and I'm going to get it wrong. Trying to find your voice in a something that's all boys and yeah. basically like learning to figure out who she is and who she is as a musician. And it's kind of in the present day is how I felt. Yeah. Hearing a little of that sonically as well, because, you know, we describe them as a duo, but already in this song, we start to see hints of like, hey, they're bringing in other musicians because she's playing the guitar, but then there's some sort of either her multi-tracking plucking, but it almost sounds like a banjo kind of texture in the background. Very subtle, but it just really fleshes out the sound and it doesn't just sound like a guitarist and a drummer and and yet it's still faithful to that spirit. And so it's as a great intro and there's so much energy and independence. And I think that continues on into this next track we'll play. It's called Lincoln Bio. off the record and so was the next song that we'll play called made of the mist and i feel like on these two you can really tell they were trying to produce it a lot more there's a lot more layering and other instruments that give it kind of a fuller sound and i actually like it when it's just the two of them and it's i mean it may be just the two of them but more layers yeah i think certainly the end of this is one of the of several instances and I, hopefully we'll play some from one of the other tracks where it's sort of this call and response and layering of vocals where she'll put sort of one or two versions of herself kind of on top of each other talking and she's talking to herself and sometimes either she's again putting some effect to make it almost sound like a choir and it's really a full sound and for me i, I have almost the op a, or a different reaction which is okay this isn't the sort of charm of the stripped down live sound but i am impressed by how well it seems faithful to that sound while still being so much more fleshed out. Um, uh, one of the things that actually to me jumps out in this track compared to most of the album is the drumming is a lot more playful. I think it's mostly pretty straightforward, just punk rock straight ahead. Dung, 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 mm-hmm. And here he's doing some in- really interesting rhythms that are, you know, just open it up. And I think one of the crazy things here is, you know, we talked about how short this album is. It's mm-hmm. under 30 minutes. It's, you know, it's the song, 12 songs. They're, averaging what two and a half minutes this one's about just over two minutes long and yet there's so you know room for that drumming to breathe room for this kind of odd verse pre-chorus and then the chorus just kind of woo woo Mm. there's not a lot of just kind of wasted time oh my god yeah they get yeah there's they're able to scramming so much in and then this bridge which then kind of brings in this entire other notion of like i just want to rule i just want to rule the world yeah and so that there's ambition it's just and to squeeze in the entire but like people are telling me what to be and i have to determine for myself Mm -hmm. again it's that sort of embracing adulthood and just saying i'm not going to be put into a box by someone else and also this playful just use of vulgarity where they're just throwing the F word around and just it's not a big deal. And, and 
it's very playful. I think we'll have to put the explicit tag on this episode of the show. But And I like the way that the song, like, I think that Alex Luciano is a great role model for young girls because it's not even, it's not just this song and this whole record. It's kind of not just addressing the experience of being a young woman and having people tell you how you're supposed to be and have expectations around how you should conform to society's expectations. But I think, and maybe that she's not consciously addressing it, but I think it's also addressing being kind of a small person physically and and. I think men especially and especially older men treat you even more I think are even more patronizing and have even more expectations around you when you kind of fit their expectation of like what a small like quiet girl should be and and I think she probably has received more of that kind of treatment than like I have being five foot nine and also being like very (laughs) I don't know I think like aggressive in my demeanor. Yeah, I would not want to get in a fight with you. <laughs> but having seen her perform yeah. live, oh, no, I wouldn't. Totally. I wouldn't want to get in a fight with her yeah. because she has so much energy and so much power. And yeah. no, and I think that's partly a reaction to that. Is like she has a very big personality and she takes up a lot of space, and I think that's awesome. And that's part of why I think she's a good role model for young women. And yeah, the the album continues with just a, a, that string of energy, and again, those ambitious songwriting in the next track you mentioned, which is called Made of It. on that last song about how she tries to be bigger than herself and in this song there's even an explicit lyric to that point that I'm bigger than the outside shell of my body and we didn't actually play that because I really wanted to hear the end of this song because I think this is one example of a songwriting trick that they're trying out and I think works pretty well of this notion of hey we'll start off as this kind of stripped down and then we'll kind of start layering ourselves on top to make a big sound that still is faithful to the small sound mm-hmm. and both can exist within the same song again mm-hmm. we have something that's what two and a half minutes long and manages to have these you know first chorus first chorus bridge and then this crazy outro which we heard there and so you have almost a complete pop song and then this entire second kind of meditation on the maid of the mist Mm-hmm. The title of the song, like Hollow May of the Mist and then layering on itself. And and so it's like this statement of independence, like, you know, all these guys who are into me and I are, you know, I get it, the hearts I broke. The, yeah, it has. The, we didn't play the beginning of the song, which has my favorite lyrics on the whole record, which is <laughs> I want to hold a seance for every heart I've broken, put them all in a room and say, get over it. Yeah, that she's 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 taking the power. She's saying, hey, I'm in charge here. And. If you remember me, remember me as this sort of almost mythical figure and re- referencing what the Maid of the Mist, which is like upstate New York, Niagara Falls kind of thing. So that's not how I interpret it at all, but go ahead. Well, you know, it's like you'll call me the Maid of the Mist and I it seems 
sort of it's it's a very magical name it sounds uh, well okay like it sounds I, like a fairy tale i don't want to um yeah i don't want to read too much intent into the lyrics sure. but the way that i interpret it was kind of dealing with all of these mediocre dudes that are always around that you have to kind of like fend off and then not becoming cynical but keeping yourself open to the romance of you know the maid of the mist is i googled it and it's a boat in, in niagara falls where you know you take kind of this romantic cruise around the Around the falls and and sort of like holding yourself open to the possibility of really connecting with someone and caring about them and like not just letting becoming cynical because of like all these, again, mediocre dudes that are always around. Yeah, I guess that that's a good point that it starts almost in this very cynical, like just get over it. And then by the end, just like, no, I'm still open to this kind of possibility of romance and magic. And... I, I I really like the way that they're taking their sound and then sort of yeah. bending it in on itself. And I'm, this is also, I think, the first time that we hear just straight up synths coming mm-hmm. in, like that they're not afraid of keyboards. And cl- so it's clearly not just the guitar and, and drums, and yet it still works and it feels like the same band. Yeah. Happy to see him stretching and growing, and that's the case on in a different way on this next song. It's called Barf Day. <laughs> Just one birthday card sent to me I miss my own surprise party It's me, I'm only 21 years old And now I'm drinking alone I use my phone until it dies Just like my plans can't keep anything like that this song kind of sums up this whole record what I said before about it's sort of a coming of age story and it's this being on her 21st birthday and drinking alone and feeling abandoned by her friends and then also the childishness of having the song titled Barf Day and then the chorus is just I want to have ice cream on my birthday which is like very a little kid expression or, or kind of like a longing to be a kid again yeah you know? it's very much you know one foot in, in childhood yeah. one foot in adulthood and looking back with nostalgia and it's like oh I wish I could you know just not have these cares but then obviously she's not having ice cream she's having a beer alone and you know it's kind of sad and another song where there's i think a density of fairly clever lyrics i love that i use my phone until it dies just mm-hmm. like my plans keep can't, can't keep anything, anything alive. alive yeah and so there's this you know lyrical cleverness there's this real melancholy of this sort of nostalgia for youth and feeling like I, i'm not ready to be an adult but here mm-hmm. i am mm-hmm. and 
and also this sort of confidence like uh, later on she's sort of like i don't i don't care that you're sorry like i'm just yeah. i gotta be me yeah and so there's i know that so you're all... sorry i just don't care yeah exactly also another great lyric. <laughs> exactly and so there's you know so much of this yeah fearing fearing adulthood pining for childhood but also seizing her power and again doing it within two and a half minutes and having this banger kind of ending with just pulling out all the stops and that you know it it's maybe a bit of a going back to that same well but it keeps working yeah, so well on this album if i have any criticism it's that a lot of the songs or at least several of them do the thing where they kind of start out quiet and stripped down and then go into this the layered vocals and yeah. and kind of the um it almost sounds like a round at the end you yeah. know but it's i like yeah it. If, I mean, if they did it poorly yeah, it would be more problematic. But A, I think they do it really well. And B, the entire album is less than 30 minutes long. So it's like, oh, before you could even get sick of this trick, yeah, which is done well, the album's over. Yeah. So just sit back and enjoy it because uh, it's it's just amazing. There's so much going on in here and you, you don't get bored. It feels like there's a lot and yet it's only 30 minutes. It's very impressive. And again, so much different cool stuff. Things do get, I think, a little bit quieter. Although, again, quiet to love, on this next song, it's called Bath Bomb. but it was really hard for us to figure out where we wanted to pull a clip from because at the beginning it starts out with this really different sound where it's just her voice really close mic'd and an acoustic guitar and you can hear kind of the hand picking on the acoustic guitar which is a really nice touch it just feels very intimate and she's singing about being in the bath and you know these days I could stay in the bath until I decay and like liking to sit there until your fingers are all wrinkled which I like to do that too and the water gets cold and and then it kind of opens up into this bigger sound. And this is what we talked about before, kind of starting out quiet and then having this really big layered sound. And I love the just the I'm sorry in the middle there. So that's why I wanted to play yeah, that clip. I, I like here, especially that it kind of it starts quiet, it starts to build, it backs off in that section we hear where it's just, you know, like I'm, I need to wait patiently. And this and I, I think it's sort of revealing that the bath kind of at least again my interpretation reading as kind of this metaphor for mm-hmm. like oh you're you're starting off in your life and you're kind of waiting in this comfortable state for when's the sign to get out of the bath and get to whatever it is and you know i'm waiting for the this sort of vi- the reality to reveal itself and at a certain point just saying i'm not patient like i'm not gonna wait i'm just gonna go out there and do it and that everyone kind of has to have that moment at some point it's just like oh it's there's not going to be that grand vision mm-hmm. you just have to figure it out as you go and just figure it out by doing it and, and so it's really inspiring yeah and and this this song also it, it brings in some i guess that's a thin synth or sort of church bell sound yeah that chiming sound is really pretty yeah and it, it just it makes me think that it even though the two of them are very charming on their own it would be nice to have a keyboard player or like some kind of third instrumentalist 
yeah, it's one of those things you see, you like them as a duo, but it's like, oh, it'd be fun to see them with a nine piece on stage or something. Just like <laughs> I think this huge, a like, a, much, but like yeah. a choir and yeah. a keyboardist. Because you feel like with those vocals, it's really like almost sounds like this choral sound like, oh, backing her up. Wait, how does it go? Ah. Oh, okay. Is this the one where it's like, ding, ding, ding? Yeah, there's... Wait, there's... how does it go? No, that, I feel like this... Is, I, I, wanna... I need something to add to my clips, my my <laughs> MP3 that's just clips of Adam doing impressions of the instruments on a record. Well, I feel like here's... But yeah, this, there's like... Do, 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 do. There's just like this nice kind of repeated pattern that just makes it feel very dramatic and yeah. totally appropriate for, I think, that notion of like, I'm not waiting and I'm going to get out there and do it which I think makes this a nice thematic pair with the next song we'll play. It's called Blob Zombie. this is such a great pairing because that previous song bat bomb was all about oh i want to relax but i'm i'm eager to get out there and this is sort of the, the flip side of that of like oh i ha- now i'm out there living my dream i just want to sleep and mm-hmm. there's that great lyric you're doing the thing you like but you'd rather be sleeping especially at night and you know especially if in rock music like that's when you have to get out there and perform and you're out late at night and it's kind of exhausting mm-hmm. <laughs> even when you're 21 mm-hmm. and so i just it's so charming that yeah. that contrast i just i just want to i just want to stay in bed i, I just want to sleep in and i swear i'm good at this but i'm not it's like she's she yeah. has the potential well, and, and turning that potential relatable like it's it reminds me of the courtney barnett song nobody cares if you don't go to the party where it's you know i want to go out but i want to stay in and it's just like yeah you want to go out and have an exciting life and do all the things you want to do but at the same time that requires you to overcome the inertia of just kind of staying in and going to sleep and yeah ambition is tough at any age (laughs) it's only gonna get harder you're only gonna get more tired alex but i'm glad she's powering through and so charmingly with and even just the goofy kind of playful name blob zombie yeah like ha 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 and and this has the chorus in the background that how did you say that it goes i mean the choir no the choir going best yes best yes yeah so i'm glad we got a little of that at the end so it's not so much ah uh yeah definitely not the uh and this is the closest to a title track since it has the swear i'm good at this in it 
And so after that nice pair, I'm glad that we get to a little less of, I think, a less serious and more playful song. And it and I, I would like to say that it's about their experience going to South by Southwest because one of the lines in the song is I want to go or going to Texas and eat tacos every day for breakfast. And it's a great option there. Yes. So the song is called Road, road trip. trip. Do you want to go on a road trip? If you drive, I'll bring the trail mix. Make our way down to Texas and eat tacos every day for breakfast. After a lot of songs that are sound very cheerful but get into pretty heavy material, it's nice to have one where she's seems to be just celebrating being young that you can just pick up and go on a road trip. Well, I mean, I think, you know, you say heavy material, but I think that's kind of the whole philosophy of this record is that it's taking things that were kind of upsetting at the time and yeah. turning them into a joyful expression of and like having that be the catharsis. Yeah. Well, I, I guess I like that this song kind of coming pretty late in the album is there's less of the anguish and more of yeah. the catharsis. Like yeah. it's a little more refreshing that it's just like, Hey, let's go on a road trip. Let's have fun. Let's eat, let's eat tacos and send, go to the ocean and just yeah, forget, forget about the, it. Although the chorus is still don't know which way to go. Don't know where to call home. Yeah, exactly. So I, I and so it's almost the reverse. It's like, Hey, it's catharsis. And then, fades into oh actually we can't ever leave our our obligations behind but it's still hopeful like hey there, there's something freeing in that there's it's kind of scary but it's also freeing and so you know that she's ready for the world and it's it's a great album <laughs> like yeah. I, you know I'm I'm, I'm 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 it's sort of hard to articulate for me because it's it's so seemingly talking about being a young person and being kind of childish but it's, I think, talking about youthful things, but in a mature way that I think there are artists who are already very impressive at such a young age and that there's certainly stuff on here that's like traditional. Oh, I'm going to, you know, go on a road trip and have fun and also dealing with heavy matters and also dealing with, hey, I'm a woman in, a, in rock music and that's really hard and I'm up to the challenge. Mm-hmm. And well, it's I think so great t- to see them. If you take this as a sort of coming of age story, which is how I mentioned in the beginning, is sort of how I take it. And if you ignore the penultimate track that we didn't play because that doesn't fit into what I'm about <laughs> to say, this is kind of the beginning of the end where we start. She's starting out at 16 and being kind of awkward and confused about how to relate to people in her life and and herself, and then kind of going to this. This song is now 
road trip. It's like leaving home and kind of going out and exploring the world. And then the last song, which is what we'll go out with, is called Tummy Ache. And it's all about the frustration of being a woman playing rock music in a very male-centric world. And But also, like like you said, feeling up to the challenge and being like, I'm, gonna, I'm finding my voice. And this is like the statement that I'm making. Yeah, as she says, it's hard to be a punk while you're wearing a skirt. Mm-hmm. But she's still doing it and doing doing a damn good job. So... Yeah, we've been discussing the debut LP from Diet Sig, Swear I'm Good at This. And this has been For the Record. Thanks for listening. <laughs>